Hello, everybody, and welcome to... Oh my god, what's wrong with me? Hello, and welcome to the <laughs> Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, James, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello. Kieran. Hello. And Ewan. Was the issue there, James, that you had to like You've substitute your own old... name for mine because yeah, I had written like, the script it's... wrong? <laughs> yeah, no, it's... yeah, that's. I'm sorry yeah. to throw you under the bus like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a sabotage, I say. Um, yeah. So, um, Ewan, to start off with, um, has your Alan Bake, Alan Bake, Alan Wake Two bug been resolved yet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked, James. Yes, it has. <laughs> um, As I was (laughs) writing the agenda for today's show, it had not been resolved, but literally in the last like hour or so as of recording, Brody sent me a screenshot from uh, like it was a tweet um, of the main Alawake account saying they'd released a patch and it was like specifically for this bug. Well, there might have been a couple others in there, but they certainly called out this particular bug. Specifically for you, I feel. Specifically for me. Well, it's now their second attempt at fixing this bug. Like, And I'm very understanding, but also like (laughs) very impatient. I've been very eager to play more of this game. Um, So I just fired it up. Uh, I was horrified that upon walking into the area at first, the bug was still present. But if you've been suffering like me, there's maybe two people listening to the podcast that are in the same boat, based on percentages. But you go up the elevator, back down the elevator, and the bug had cleared. So thankfully, I was able to activate the echo, and I can progress with the rest of the game. And then you had it's to a good day for, you. for this after weeks. Yeah, of well, literally, yeah. I it, this ha- all happened like 15 minutes ago, so I've not been able let's, to play any more of the game. I had to come here and still talk fixed to you. when you go back to it and you're not stuck. <laughs> I, I, as soon as I cleared it, I was like, go to the save point, save, ready to move on. So, fingers crossed, no more issues, and I can finally finish the game. It's beautiful. beautiful. How Thank are you, you like? How are you like? Are you behaving differently on the internet to avoid spoilers? Um, no, I haven't been. Thankfully, I haven't incurred any spoilers. I've seen some people like popping trophies and stuff, um, and and sharing the screenshots when they certain trophies pop, but none of that, or at least I've not paid it close enough attention for anything to be spoiled. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Is, is the the ending something that might be spoilable? I feel like as soon as like you type the words of a game into anywhere, your some algorithm uh, on YouTube or something will just show you like you know yeah, thumbnails and spoilers. That's a good point. So. I've been very specific Wake, about though. searching for the bug. Sorry, Shan. Like yeah. you, like you've all t- spoken like how there's a lot to to be spoiled or like things that happen. I don't know if it's like gameplay mechanics, or whatever, because I haven't played it. But I haven't really seen anything. Maybe it's just because I haven't played it, so it wouldn't make sense in context. Mm. But like Spider Man, obviously, my TikTok feed was just full of stuff. Yeah, um, I think even before it was out, like of all the the big moments. I yeah. imagine like I think Spider-Man, it's probably like it, it's more easy to be straightforward. Like, yeah, Mary Jane is Venom question mark, and then like you know a, 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 a screenshot <laughs> or like yeah. And it's Spider-Man also is... like I guess in the case of Spider-Man, there's <laughs> these kind of climactic moments that I think people would react to, and I can imagine like people like yeah. videoing that yeah. and sharing that. Um, there is definitely stuff you could ruin for people with Alan Wake, but like a lot of you would, uh, yeah, you need the context, I guess, for it to be um, impactful, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excited to play more of it. it Can't wait to get back to it. Sorry, have you finished it, Kieran? No, I, I, I was talking to you in before. I'm pretty sure I'm still up to where he is as well. Not yeah, because right. of the bug, but just because of life. Life is a bug. <laughs> life is a bug. <laughs> it is. We're all just waiting for that patch. My my poorly developed life. <laughs> <laughs> Would someone please issue a hotfix? <laughs> well, some people are speed running it. I hear. Um, um, but yes, some we'll people have cheat about... codes. Oh, they, yes, some people do. You're right. Some people are born with them. not to get some political. Find them halfway along. Who knows? Um, Anyway, we're going to talk more about Remedy later um, <laughs> in the show, as well as some nice chats about um, Silent Hill, its big triumphant return to life. Um, the Modern Warfare I'm surprised you used the word triumphant. It's a, there's things that are impressive about it. Okay. Um, the PlayStation 5 Slim Teardown, and I think maybe more. But let's go straight into Silent Hill. 
It's been a fun time. It's a great time to be a Silent Hill fan, obviously. So many projects in the works. Um, they definitely led with their best one, I'm sure. Um, so Silent Hill Ascension <laughs> basically started, I guess, or debuted or premiered last week, I think, on on Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. For people who like haven't been following, Ascension is the... I think J.J. Abrams is, is involved somehow. Um, it's basically like an interactive oh. series where um, everybody can, uh, I guess, vote on how the characters and stuff behave. Um, That's and, slanderous like, if he's not, I feel. I'm very sure he's involved. Like, I wouldn't just pull that from nowhere. Like, that has to be, you know. I'm fact-checking. Yeah, do it for me. I'm, I wouldn't make that up. There's a fandom entry page. It's promising. Well, yeah, there's a fandom page. We're good. Um, so yeah, I I tuned in. Um, I don't think I didn't change my life to tune in. Like I I was sitting on my computer and it was happening. So I was like, sure, why not? Um, but, but um, yeah, it's a bit. It's a little bit disastrous to be honest. Like I don't know if I think there are th- ways that this could have been successful. Um, I don't know if like say Silent Hill as a brand had all these like new projects announced last year. Um, and then the first one they put out is this one. And it's kind of iffy in terms of the quality. And I don't think they even know what like Silent Hill is like in terms of, you know, the, the concepts and the stories and stuff. Um, mm. But it's just a bit of a, like when I logged the first, so the first thing you see when you log in is like buy the founders pack. And I was like, what is this? Oh. <laughs> it's like a season pass, but it's like a, it's an interactive series, right? So you're just watching and voting. Um, yeah. But you can actually buy, in. you can buy influence points so that like your votes matter more than other people's. Um, so that's obviously weird. And um, <laughs> it's just, I don't know, like it, it's not, it, it's not good. Like it's, it was just like this really weird, like stilted, CG movie thing, but like I don't really feel like it does anything to kind of like move the series forward in any way. Um, Remind me again because I didn't tune in to watch it. If I rem- if I remember correctly, it kind of landed in like the middle of a work day, right here in Australia at least. Yeah. So for me, it was like nine a.m. I think. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Day, and that yeah. morning of a work day. <clears throat> so the way that it works is like I guess is um I think they repackage. I think. what everyone votes on there obviously that becomes like the canon choice and that all gets repackaged as like a full episode at the end of each week or something and you can watch that on the website or through playstation or something like that um but yeah like i don't know i I, in terms of like how i rate the experience so far like it's not particularly good um and it's just it's a mix of things like it's definitely the way the internet is like obviously they also had to turn the chat off because everyone kept asking for pyramid head to turn up and impregnate them and stuff uh, and obviously like that's oh. not i think that's really the people just got weird and then like some because you could you can pay to boost your chat message as well like there's a lot of ways they can kind of take money from you right um uh-huh. so someone kind of rallied behind the idea that they could pay to boost a message that was like hideo kojima kami in my tummy or something so like <laughs> Can you say that on the podcast? Ch- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But the whole the whole chat got flooded with that, and then it became a meme, and then they just had to turn the chat off. Um, so yeah. now there's, like, no chat anymore. Um, the internet's officially, like, ruined that. Um, and you can only yeah. communicate through stickers, um, and you can buy stickers with real money if you want. Like, there's, there's just weird... I mean, of course they had to make money, right? There has to be a way to make money from this, but, like, I don't really know if yeah. that, that is the way to, to do it. Um, and like when it came to the decision making, like how did that play out? Like were people kind of deliberately throwing it and kind of making the seemingly dumb decision, or was it set up yeah. in such a way that it could progress? Pretty. It's naturally? hard to it's hard to really say because you don't really. I don't feel. I mean, I don't know. If you felt this way, Kira. Like I don't feel that. I didn't feel like I was impacting it a lot. Like it, there's definitely um like you could vote once, right? And I didn't really want to spend money, mm. so I. I didn't spend any extra money. Um, if there's a choice that you want to like be more popular, you can create, use money to create rallies for that choice, which like kind of makes it oh. more visible for everyone else to pick. Like it's really, it's a really odd system. Um, 
Yeah, like, I don't know, like, I, I think that this could work for, like, a brand that hasn't been dormant for, like, over a decade. You know, like, I feel like there's some really popular brand somewhere that this could yeah. work for. Because um, it's basically like a crowd, like a crowd-funded it's super almost, massive it game, right? It sounds like Pokemon Play, or, like, Twitch plays Pokemon. I've forgotten what <laughs> the exact order of words was for that. But that kind of, like, yeah. crowd-sourced decision-making um, mm. which I suppose has kind of been kicking around as a concept for a little bit while, but no one's really made an effort to monetize it in quite the same way. Like a, a Bandersnatch, yeah. that like Netflix experience, that was like unique for every viewer. Um, it wasn't a simulcast sort of thing. Yeah, um, so this is more like everyone shapes what canon plays out, right? Like, and I yeah. think I remember the first choice was like, is this person going to perform a ritual on the, the person not do the ritual or like help them escape. Like there was three options and um, yeah, it might fade, fade to another scene, but, and then you've got like a day to kind of vote on that. And then that, that choice will kind of be shown in the next episode. Um, yeah. So you have a lot of, it's not like super real time. Like you have a few, like a day or so usually between each choice. Um, there were some QTE parts too, where I, th- I couldn't really work out how that worked. Cause like I, <laughs> like I was hitting every single one, but then it's like you weren't, but then Kieran, hit all of them and said he was successful but then like the whole group fucked up so the person got plunged into hell or something um so <laughs> like it's there are interact more interactive elements um than i mm. kind of expected there to be um but that that feels iffy or i don't know if it's lag or what they got from um, like a law point of view, story point of view like is that interesting as a silent no. hill fan <laughs> wow okay <laughs> such <laughs> like, a quick answer well that's <laughs> Like, yeah, if, like, if that was interesting, like, you maybe would put up with it. But if it's not, then it's like, why bother? They just thought, like, yeah, Silent Hill is about cults. Like, and, and that's it. And, like, people right, in okay. chasing you. Like, that's not really what it is, you know. Um, so none of it felt particularly familiar as Silent Hill. There was just, like, similar motifs that were kind of pulled out of it. Just really loose ones. Like, sloppy, right. loose ends right <laughs> like when you say it's people affecting Sloppy, like canon like does do you think that means that this is going to play into like another actual game like have they said that um they haven't i i've if they have said that i reckon they'll be um changing <laughs> their tune pretty okay. soon but, um, <laughs> um they, yeah i when they say shape the canon i mean obviously the story takes place but because it doesn't even take place in silent hill like it's in um somewhere in scandinavia i think like Norway or something. I think it was like um, an American town and then like Norway in like the yeah. two different So like I don't it could they could be like, yeah, it is canon, but then it's so far removed from everything it doesn't really you know what I mean? Like, well, it, yeah, that's happened, like it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like a very it safe plays way. no impact on anything, like who cares? Yeah, yeah. Um But I but then I do think this would probably cop more flack if it played directly into that's the, but the thing with Silent Hill is like, I feel like each game has been pretty self-contained, like yeah. they are their own tales. It's more about the town. Yeah. Um, so I just, so I, yeah. I just opened up yeah. the app for the first time on my phone to kind of experience what it would be like in this very moment. Um, and it's gone straight into a video player. So like, does that mean you can kind of experience it? Like you can do your own kind of unique playthrough of the first episode now. And then, the they kind of really, live event um, will happen in... for the second episode, and that will be the canon one. But otherwise, people can see different iterations play out in their own time. I don't know if that is how it's going to work. Um, I would like to think probably you could see the other options because they would have made all of them ahead of time, right? Like they would sure. have created all that content. Um, I do think there will be some way to view all that stuff, but at the moment, I don't mm. think there is. And it's right. going to go okay. for six months. If yeah. and like. <laughs> I feel like in this first week, like, yeah, I, I don't know. They're going to lose steam, I think. Like, it sounds it's, like it should have been a one-and-done kind of situation, really. Yeah. The hills will remain silent, put it that way. Like, <laughs> yeah. Kieran, um, as someone else that was there to watch it, like, did you feel like I this was, was a nice... I, I don't know. And well, Jane, Yeah, the, both of you were there. Um, no, I'm just saying we're saying it like it's a big event. Yeah, like, like it's yeah. a claim. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You bought the games. t-shirt. I survived Silent Hill Ascension. Yeah. Um, I don't know what your history is with Silent Hill, but like, is this a reintroduction to the series for you? And like, do you feel like this was a good way to go about it? 
Um, I mean, like, I've, I've played most of the games. Like, I, I have a, a passing interest in Silent Hill. But, like, I just feel like this, even if they had gotten the story right or done something right, like, the tone just doesn't fit the, like, mechanic that they've built around it. Because um, I know, like, Genvid, who are, like, the production company, they've got other stuff in the pipeline. They've got, like, DC and, I think, Borderlands. Mm. And, like, those things I feel, like, more, like, at least tonally would fit that, like, crowd, kind of, like, everyone getting together, like, having fun, like, you know, chatting, sending stickers. Like, it's just, like, none of that fits Silent Hill at all. I yeah. feel like if you wanted to craft an interactive, like, Silent Hill experience, you'd do something like like eye tracking or, like, like audio, like like, some kind of interactive element that plays on, like, the psychological and the fear and stuff. And this is, like, the polar opposite of that. Um, yeah, yeah. Than, uh, it almost yeah, feels I mean, something that'd be better suited to like if Netflix was going to do a Fortnite anime or something like that. Maybe even like with the that, Cyberpunk. Can, can show you scrub or that sentence like that. from like the podcast? No, Netflix doing like, a Fortnite anime. <laughs> that, that could, I could see that happening. Like some, but like tonally, like, that's a better fit, right? Yeah, like yeah, the 100%. adventures of Peely and Meowsles. Like that can that can be a, a thing. Are those Fortnite characters? What yeah, they, yeah, they're my really? favorites. Yeah, yeah, and Cluck. I love Cluck. Is Peely um, a banana? He is a banana. Yes. Well how do you? Meowsles how do you like know so much really about Fortnite cat. characters? Uh, I'm not going to tell anyone about that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I do know Meowsles. Yeah, yeah, I've. Anyway, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It was not good. <laughs> the boy. Um. Yeah, I my my big thing with this, and I don't think this will happen, obviously. But I do worry that obviously this will like bomb and no, and everyone hates it and everyone's like done. Like I hope this doesn't kind of affect anything else um, mm. in terms of Konami's other Silent Hill projects. Um, yeah. But but I'm still like obviously Townfall. It still sounds really good because um, if you've played Stories Untold, that's an amazing game. Like and obviously the two remake. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to try it. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I think this is the worst way for them to bring the series back. Um, and between this and like Master Collection, like I'm not really sure how I feel about. I thought maybe Konami could maybe have the same kind of success that Capcom's seeing, um, bringing mm. all their stuff back. But I don't know if it's going to go. It's playing out the same way. But I, at the same time, I respect them for doing something different. Um, but yeah. There'll be no more ascending here, I fear. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like the Metal Metal Gear example might be an entirely different like kind of kettle of fish, I suppose. But you're right to bring up the Capcom example. I really, I think they kind of like really set a blueprint on like how to do it, and they've found success, rightfully so, with the Resident Evil series. So yeah, I don't know. Konami, I don't think are off to a great start. Maybe the remake of Metal Gear Solid 3 kind of like changes things. Um, but already last week we had complaints about like the way that looked in comparison to the kind of tone and atmosphere, I suppose, of the of the original, right? So that Shannon I think that's it. kind of what <laughs> Shannon did like it, yeah. But like, although I don't have any kind of history to the original titles, I kind of get the sense that that's the one thing that Konami like, sorry, Capcom like stuck to was like the kind of tone and mood of the games and they just kind of reimagined everything else. Um, anyhow, the point was to say they set a good blueprint. Kanabi would be wise to follow it. Speaking of blueprints, there wasn't a very good one in place for Modern Warfare 3's campaign, apparently. Um, <laughs> Um, so obviously, yep. um, early reviews of the campaign are live on a handful of outlets, and the consensus seems to be that it sucks. Um, <laughs> IGN gave it a four out of ten. Ewan's also written that IGN also gave it a five out of ten in my notes. But oh, um, sorry, I'm that was Gamespot. That Gamespot gave it a five out of ten. So yeah, um, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, I feel like this happens every year. Right, I don't know if, if you can t- correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like oh. I'm seeing in a lot of the groups, everybody's like, "Oh, it's short and shit." Nah, and like, I think I, this, is this is different. It's on another level. I think, like, it's like this was no attempt to put a campaign together. From what I and I've historically, we've seen. had like really good single player stories. Like the the original Mod Warfare run was great. Um, Black Ops people loved. Um, 
People love to uh, hate Call of Duty, I think is what James is trying to say. Like, it, it would yes. have been good and people would still find a way to shit on it. But, yeah, this seems really different. Yeah. I I did does. see a clip where um in the campaign you have to sneak in somewhere and um if you get seen, you can kind of run away and wait for the guards to come and attack you. But then the game just kills you instantly because you're not meant to be seen. Like, it doesn't... Do you know what I mean? Like it doesn't. Mm. He did, they didn't die because the guards attacked them. They just died because they were seen. Like that seems kind yeah. of yeah. like shitty scripting. Um, <laughs> well, I, don't, like, I don't know if that's the worst thing in the world to call out. Like plenty of games. Well, that's do all that. I've seen. I haven't really actively <laughs> looked looked for this. I think. I, was like, I think yeah, the whatever. biggest like I think oh. the biggest criticisms that I've seen like reading the reviews were like the open combat missions, which was something that they were like touting in the lead up to being like, "Hey, we've got new like open combat missions," and. They, pretty much what they did is just section off bits of the war zone map and like let you run around and complete objectives and it's like yeah really like antithetical to like what call of duty campaigns are which is really big bombastic set pieces and very heavily directed and like kind of give you a sense of like the action so just to like plonk you in what is normally a battle royale map and be like go shoot stuff seems Mm. super at odds does it surprise yeah. anyone that this is meant? To, this could be one of the worst COD campaigns. No, I think yeah, based on the fact that it was meant to be an expansion initially, and like everything else we know about it not having a platinum, um, and things like that. It's, I think it's probable. Like I don't know for sure that this probably didn't have a campaign. Um, yeah. at, at some point in its life, and I think that's very telling with with what we've what we've got. Yeah. I think it's weird timing i don't know like how this went down in terms of like did they just have to put a release together because they wanted i don't know they wanted to be more appealing to, to microsoft or they felt like it wasn't the year to do it it just feels odd um I, yeah and i think like the balance of that kind of like three-year development cycle for call of duty like they're still like kind of struggling to fall back into the rhythm after things were switched around and i'm sure covid kind of impacted things as well um but yeah i sort of feel campaigns have kind of been on a downwards trajectory anyhow and i don't feel like this is kind of all of modern warfare 3's problems like shannon's kind of alluded to a couple there as well but the, you know there's things like the weapon tuning kind of being um left out of it like things that kind of people like have come to expect and yes there's always an element of like okay like the dolphin dive is in this game and then it's out of the next like they're continually like tinkering with the mechanics but this doesn't feel so much of like experimentation for the sake of progression it feels like kind of regression for the sake of like we were short on time and resources to put this game out yeah but the we multiplayer put it out will be anyway and we charge well. full price for it anyway like, um, yeah, I didn't play the beta, which is rare for me. Normally, I'll jump in early. But I know people that did just said it felt sort of more like Modern Warfare, which it is Modern Warfare 3, so you're going to have that um, year to year. But like you and just touched on, normally they will change up some some mechanics or take them out or add something they've had in the past to make mm. it feel fresh somehow. So that'll be interesting. Um, uh, yeah. yeah. I feel like now more than ever, it's kind of they need to start thinking about what, Call of Duty looks like as well. I don't know. Maybe everyone will feel different than this. I could convince myself otherwise as well. But like, what does it look like as a game service? Something (laughs) as a Netflix anime? Yeah, it is. I feel like like it is that because it's we're pretty much there, right? And with what kind of that's what they tried to do. Like it's just Call of Duty now, and then there's all the games within. It's like the Assassin's Creed model, but they're still charging one hundred and twenty dollars a year or whatever it is. Um, yeah. or just dance. Even. even installing the game seems confusing oh, as all. It hell. is confusing. Like, yeah, it's awful. Yeah. There's just it, too much money there. It's the same with FIFA. Like that could be one game that just gets updated every year. But like when you're selling 15 million copies at a hundred bucks, like you're just never gonna go back from that. Um, no. until you're not selling that anymore, which I don't think is gonna happen anytime soon for COD. I guess Game Pass is where it maybe gets interesting, but I feel like, again, Microsoft have said time mm. and time again, and they've made those commitments that, like, yeah, it's going to be a yearly release that they charge for. So I don't know if you can really go too far in that direction when you start to put it out on every platform now. Yeah. I, think- I do wonder if it kind of gets bundled in, like, as a subscription like that, though. Like, in the same way for Starfield, you paid the, like, premium kind of extra to get access to it sooner. 
Um, or the way that like, if you've got an Amazon prime subscription, like you can get access to extra channels and they just kind of add on to your subscription. Right. Um, I wonder if they'll explore something similar with game pass where you're paying the $15 a month or whatever it is for game pass. And then if you want to add like the latest call of duty subscription to that as well, like it's an extra, maybe even a hundred dollars, like maybe some of those games are that much. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like they need to think of a better system for rolling out these updates if that's how they're treating it now but like they shouldn't i don't know if they should do it that that do you mean like have two so if you're buying game pass then you want cod you need to pay extra kind of like how disney did it with nintendo Nintendo or something (laughs) like you had like you had those premium there was like the streaming service but then also those premium things you had to pay like extra for yeah like i don't know but doesn't that make game Game I think Pass it's gonna. Relevant. I think I see both sides. Mm. Like people are gonna hate that, and that's gonna go against what Game Pass is. But like to make this worth it for them, they're gonna have to do that. I think because again, mm. you're not just gonna give up a hundred dollars per no. person for nothing. It is I funny though how like everyone complained bitterly for like decades, I suppose, about cable and like how oh you want the entertainment bundle, but that's in a different package. I'm riffing South Park now. Um but like we're kind of at that again now. And we're probably like collectively for all of these kind of subscriptions we have, like Adobe Creative Cloud and stuff like software has kind of gone the same route. We're playing we're paying more than the kind of original original bundle might have been i don't think we're at the point though where it's like you know how they would put two wildly different things in the same package so like nobody would really everything you'd want would be in three different packages it's not going to be like no this package yeah (laughs) Yeah. just dance and cod like and then (laughs) there's like another package with battlefield and something else yeah just game of thrones is in one package but house the dragon is in another (laughs) yeah um yeah do you think like they would? This might make them take a break from a year, or no? I don't think they're ever going to. I think that the thing is point. like, even if it is shit, people still buy it. Like that's the thi- like that's the thing. Like um, they still will make all that money. So why would they slow down? But I do, mm. I always think about like what Ubisoft did with Assassins. Like I feel like that was pretty like smart of them to do after Syndicate, and then obviously they came back with Origins, and that really redefined what the series could be. I don't know if that like that would I'd, be. I'd- I think it's odd that they released the campaign a week early, given it is, and they obviously knew it was awful. And under like that, just seems like a weird decision to me for them. I know they would have charged more for it and whatever, but like, mm. just think of the negative perception of just that. It's mm. odd. Um, well, I feel like it's all that people are talking about now with it. Exactly. Like, yeah, I yeah. suppose how many mm. people though really care about the campaign that buy Call of Duty though. Like, well, they've the other talked about too, cutting like, it before. Like, maybe people will see, ah, oh, the campaign got a 5 out of 10. Uh, wasn't going to play it anyway. Like, I'll wait to see. They're not going to even wait to see what the multiplayer review is like, let's face it. Like, there's such this kind then, of like, they, um, consensus like, around Call of Duty. It's like, you just have to have the latest and greatest, and everyone jumps in at the same point. When Black Ops 4 didn't have a campaign, I feel like that was a big, like, people were really upset about that. Like people, Yeah, but it's the same way that any like anyone's vocal about anything, right? Like, they all yeah, go up in arms about like, it, and then it comes out, and, like, 10% of players <laughs> actually play it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Maybe I'm a bit cynical mm. now. Sound it. I'm yeah. starting to sound like a grumpy old gamer. Listen to me. Yeah, well, welcome to the club. <laughs> <That's all> I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um... I don't have a good segue, so we're just going to move on to the next topic. Um, some early units of the PlayStation 5 Slim. What's the official name? Does it have a name? Is it just the PlayStation, PlayStation 5? PlayStation 5. Yeah, right. Um, have made their way into the hands of a couple of YouTubers who have demonstrated size comparisons before dissembling them, as any normal person would do. Um, <laughs> so obviously we've got a better idea of what it looks like and stuff. Um, obviously, Shannon, we'll go to you first because you love this shit. Like, what do you think? What are your thoughts? <laughs> what are your feelings? <laughs> um, with your tech yeah it, it's i think it's like i don't know size wise i feel like it's roughly the same as what we thought based on all those mock-ups i mm. still think it's odd that like again like we're seeing these random bootleg unboxings from d brand sending people them early rather than sony just showing something themselves in terms of like sizes 
Um, but yeah, size wise, I think it's like it looks good in terms of like fitting in an entertainment unit or taking it to the office or a mate's house or something. Like obviously that's an improvement. Mm. I don't know the design. Like every time I see it, I'm I'm a differ on it. Like I don't really understand the two tone design. Although I totally forgot that like every PlayStation console had that at some point in the last few generations. Um, yeah, I don't I don't hate like the the break in the face plates just because it breaks it up a bit. Um, and the disc drive mechanic is really cool how they've engineered that. But I don't know. There's not really not a lot to say. I, it's smaller, which is always going to be good. It's still it's still ugly. I think the bump is even bigger. Um, with D brands cases, that'll make it even smaller again. So that that's a positive, I think, for anyone and everyone. Yeah. It's amazing how they just like kind of riff off the design and in some ways improve it. Um, I'm not a big fan of the two-tone kind of element to it, how like one is still kind of like the matte finish, but the top bit is glossy. That does look a bit on the tackier side, but I totally agree with you. Like the the way the disc drive, if you haven't watched one of the um, teardown videos, it's worth seeing just for how that disc drive connects. It seems like super simple just kind of like slot it in and you're kind of good mm. to go. Um, so, yeah, it's really neat. You just unlocked a memory, though. Like, it is weird that we haven't seen more from PlayStation on it, considering, like, when the PS5 was first shown off, they did, like, a full teardown of it. Um, Are these yeah, official, maybe... like, have they been sent? No. no. So, so no. just D-Brand got them from somewhere. It's a, it's a big... Oh, like literally D brand. Yeah. I thought like yeah. the skin. Oh, I thought you meant like D grade brands. Like, no, like, no, like, no, no, like yeah. actual D brand. The brand D brand right. got one and then sent it to the YouTuber Linus Tech Tips for like and a sponsored one. video. There's two of them. Yeah, oh, right. right. Yeah. Does this have a um, date for us or anything or anyone like yet? Like, it's a bit tomorrow, of fish- isn't it? I think in the US it's launching with COD right. okay. for this yeah. week. So, like, it was going to happen anyway. I just think it's odd. Yeah, I don't really understand why PlayStation wouldn't want to show it. I, because they're not positioning it as a, as a slim. Like, it's just an improvement on the original. I think that's why they're probably not. Because it still yeah, is massive. Yeah, it's also not but... radically different. Like, when you see the internals taken apart, like, it's not hugely different. Like, the like I guess tech yeah, channels it's picking not a up slim. on it because they can spot the minute differences. But there's no real change to, like, the size of the chip and, like, um, the efficiency of the machine. I don't think there was a great deal of difference in, like, the way it's cooled or like the sound that it cr- that it creates that kind of thing um and as How we discussed we last week as well it's pretty quiet to begin with anything, feel about so. the usb port changes on the front i feel like there's still quite a few headsets and i guess you've got them on the back but like that's that's quite a change depending on what you've got plugged into your ps5 losing that port at the front uh the usb a port you mean yeah Having more usb c but i yeah. guess usb c we love it is there not usb a at the back though there is at the back, but if you've got like, there might be like a dongle situation, like some like go up or down or vertical where you couldn't have like a hard drive uh, and a dongle or something in that. Yeah. I don't know. It's just different, unique, yeah. unusual. Truthfully, I never use the front USB ports, so I'm the wrong person to ask. I don't have a VR headset, so if I had one of those, I guess I'd be using USB C port. Um, but um, yeah, I actually don't like them i think they ruin the kind of face of the console a little bit usb c is a little smaller but the usb a port looks like a big hole in the front of your console i actually thought it's a bit weird that no one's kind of invented like little rubber plugs or something that you can like fill them in with or i don't know some way to close it up it's weird that you thought of that yeah he's going into fantasy territory maybe there's a business idea we should do (laughs) press start plugs Plug my hole. Okay, <laughs> I'm here for it. Yes, Plug let's do press start plugs. Com. Yeah. <laughs> Just so we're clear. <laughs> plugs for the PlayStation. For all of the yeah. ports. For the front and back. <laughs> yeah. The dust gets in there, you know, it's not hygienic. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, based on what you yeah, I'm sure it's <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> um, Wash before and after use. I know when we talked about this last time, like most people were like, oh, no, nah, I'm good. But are we still feeling that way? <laughs> to me, it looks like yeah. a $30 Wish.com PS5. Like, I don't know. See, that, I don't, a little really bit. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, like the look. I haven't, I think I've said this. Like, I haven't had faceplates on my PS5 for like a year since I got my new entertainment unit. And like, it hasn't I think that's died. That's hilarious, so, like, by the way. Do they, do they, like, do, do they serve a purpose? Like, I, I'm not convinced that they even do. Well, to be honest. you're using your PS5, so surely it's fine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's the thing about like when I was watching like the teardown videos on this one, like without the faceplates on it is significantly smaller yeah. than mm. like the bare PS5, like original PS5. It feels weird that they've made it smaller, but then stuck the big wavy faceplates. But on they're it again, smaller, but, like, right? Like the faceplates aren't as like tall from they're the not as big but it. they still add they still add a lot to it like it's tiny without them on i feel like they could have redesigned it and people would be much more on board with yeah that's that's what i mean somebody like, really high up who likes the wing look they, they must i reckon they must they <laughs> like, must help like the air go out by like it must be like a one or two degree thing like there must be some reason but yeah but like i said mine five hasn't heaps, blown up yet. it's fine yeah yeah like it it when I keep the cupboard closed, obviously it heats up at times. But yeah, it hasn't. Nothing bad has happened to it. Um, yeah, so that's the only. But again, I'm not looking at it, so I don't really care for the faceplates being on. But it'd be nice to like not have literally like have to slide my PS5 in at a very certain angle without the faceplates for it to fit. Mm. I can't remember who said it initially, but it might be might well have been one of you. But I think like the design philosophy behind it initially was to create something that kind of stood out in a living room. Um, whether or not that really contributed to any like airflow improvements or anything, I don't really know. Um, I love actually the simplicity of the Xbox Series X's design. Um, mm, but then I same. guess that's just my like I'm in a all black room at the moment, so shock horror. Um, they're both beasts. Yeah, I- like you're not going to have them as a statement piece on your entertainment unit, I don't think, or at least I don't know. I wouldn't want them. But like, yeah, no. it's less offensive. Um, yeah. I would, to your question though, James, I would be tempted to get one of these if it was cheaper, but seeing as it's not, like, in fact, it, more expensive, I think it, I think it is, like, it's $50 more or something. It's only right? more expensive for digital though, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Um, like, that that would win me over. If your... I could get a slightly cheaper, slightly smaller PS5 to, like, sit here in my desk versus, like, in, in the living room, so I had some options... Or like I could kind of just fire up and stream here at my computer, like rather than having to lug my PS5 into the next room. Like I think it'd be worth that. Con- that convenience would be worth it for me, but only if it was like we were starting to see a downward trend on prices, and I don't see that happening. Yeah, I'd hope that this one's being made cheaper. The point that they can drop it, otherwise, I still don't really understand the point. I guess yeah. like shipping costs and stuff. Like it helps Sony, but yeah, the long term strategy would be interesting to watch. I wonder if that was the plan, like it, this, the plan was for this to be cheaper, but just like the situation that we're in, in terms of the global economy at the moment, suddenly rendered that impossible. And they're like, well, we've done the R&D, like it's here anyhow, we can save a bit on costs that are otherwise escalating. We're just going to have to keep the price the same or like bump it up 50 bucks for the digital version. Yeah. Could be. In this economy. Anything's possible. <laughs> That's right, Shannon. Anything is Speaking possible. of remedy, and in, remedy and in the, world the of price remedy, increase of the... <laughs> okay, I was trying to get to it. In the world of remedy, anything is possible too. Um, <laughs> so obviously, Alan Wake 2 is out. It's great. We all love it, I think. don't know about Shannon, but everyone else does, I think. Um, and with that, Remedy offered an update on their other projects. Um Control 2 and Max Payne, namely. Um, so a note to investors revealed that Control 2 continues in the proof of concept stage and that the plans for this sequel are ambitious and that they've seen good progress in both design and in the game build. Um, they'll be continuing in that stage for the next few quarters, um, which to me like suggests that obviously Control 2 is a little bit further away than we thought. Um, I'm going to like just say it. I'm really upset about this. I really wanted oh. it to be the next game. <laughs> like, I... I'm, like, all in on this world. Like, put it in me wherever you, like, sound, taste, With vision. a press like, like, John. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, like, I I, I think I, I can recognize why they might want to give, I guess, this world a bit of a break. And I definitely think playing Alan Wake 2, you can see, um, like, a lot of – they're building a lot of New York, which to me can be used quite cleverly in building a Max Payne remake. Um, kind of taking a page from Capcom's book, like with Village for RE4. Hmm. Um, but yeah, like I, I, what is there something you guys would want to see from a new controller? I, I think we've all played it, um, maybe, but I'm pretty keen to see what they could do. I, I don't know what like 
because and this is obviously it's this is separate from they've got another game coming out called that the code name is condor and that's like a multiplayer game um so i don't really know what that will be um but yeah thoughts yeah feelings? i i don't remedy don't have two teams do they like they've never had a like a second well they must have they must i think be doing they must i don't know let me quickly i i'm yeah getting, I, I'm, I think i'm like, surprised based... Based on this like investor kind of release, I'm sort of operating the, under the assumption that they have a team that works pretty um, steadfastly on kind of like the pre-production kind of of these games. And it sounds like a lot of their stuff, with the exception of Max Payne, which has been handled externally, like is kind of sat in a pre-production sort of stage and is like kind of ready for the full sort of scale up, which might well be like what they need the investment for. It's like, okay, we need the money in to recruit everyone that we need and kind of do all the kind of meat and bones of the game. Like it's otherwise just there on paper, so to speak. Um, But yeah, I'm a little disappointed controller two doesn't seem to be the next cab off the rank i mean maybe maybe it is like uh, assuming max Payne kind of you know comes from elsewhere maybe the next one we see from remedy themselves is control two um but yeah i like that um you know playing alan wake the only remedy games i'd played otherwise were control and quantum break and i love like how different each of these games are and how kind of differently they play there's definitely like a remedy hallmark there um but even kind of tonally like it's very different i like that can control can kind of be in its own lane whilst also still dealing with the same sort of subject matter and the same sort of themes and having such a strong emphasis on art direction in the same way alan wake does but you know they're both kind of operating within different genres i suppose um like i don't know how much time a day i would have given alan wake given if i hadn't if i hadn't played control um there's maybe a couple of other factors in there but like if you were an into survival horror but you played control and you suddenly became invested in this world maybe you would be can you would be considering given alan wake a go given how much you kind of liked the world that they created so yeah i hope we kind of just see more of that from control and they kind of step it up the next level and introduce some new powers and kind of dig a little deeper into the world of like altered events and stuff. Um, hopefully we don't have to wait forever for that to materialize. Agree. Mm. Well said. <laughs> yes. I'm excited to see what they can do with like more money. And I feel like they might have that after this, after Alan Wake. And cause I, I do feel like well, there yeah. was a point where, um, I mean, after quantum break, they, I don't think they were in trouble, but I think they were definitely, um, had to pinch a few pennies. Um, and I feel like Control yeah. did that really elegantly in that it was just, you know, really simple, um, like, worlds and enemies and weapons. Like, your weapon was literally blocks. But, like, it, they made it work in the realm of how the game, like, looks and stuff. Um, and then, obviously, with Alan Wake 2, like, you can see that epic money doing some good work. Um, and mm. then, yeah, like I, I the, obviously, the word of mouth is really good. I hope it really does work for them um, money-wise because I'm excited to see what they can do with the sequel to control because that game really to me i mean i've i've always loved them i think they've always made really good games but that game really kind of set the tone i guess for their style um and you know that mix of like live action and game and stuff Mm. um and obviously alan wake has kind of just taken that and run with it completely um but yeah like i'm 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 super keen to see what they do and i love this like i love this open but not like i guess open level kind of design like it's not this massive open world like assassins or horizon or something like it is just this kind of contained kind of like what god of war did as well um where you can kind of explore but not too much but enough to be satisfying you know yeah Um, and it does a resident evil thing of like now i've got some bolt cutters i can go back and go through this door what will i find through there like oh it's this device that now lets me get through this door i I love all that Mm. and they execute it so well do you think alan wake 2 will be or already is a commercial success it's obviously a, a critical success but like are they gonna see the monetary return on the game that they kind of hope to see i don't know yui i don't know all you mm. can do is hope you know <laughs> um because it is good um surely it uh, i don't know with epic like i, I feel the like they did into it can it even matter that much i feel like with with the popularity like say like if resident evil can shift that many copies like i feel like why i don't see why alan wake 
couldn't like with enough marketing and oomph and stuff like i feel like that type of game is more in vogue than it was say when the first alan wake came out um mm. I reckon but I, I can... physical had some impact. Not a lot, but like just not seeing in stores and stuff would have to have some impact on for a marketing element, maybe. Yeah, least, I, I, I do I do wonder if that hurt it, but then I also think I assume the cost associated with marketing and distribution and all that kind of stuff for physical maybe offsets that. You know, maybe they have that and that's maybe part of why they went this way, like digital only. So they did have to sell less to be successful, I hope, maybe. Um but yeah, mm-hmm. yes, I uh, yeah, I really it's a phenomenal game, and I, I think the fact that I've like persisted with it and like raved about it as much as I have, despite incurring like a game breaking bug and not been able to play it the last like two weeks, is a testament to just like how good the game is. Um, so yeah, I really hope people will kind of give it a go and they're not deterred by the fact that it's a bit spooky or that it's a sequel to a thirteen year old game. Um, because that I hasn't think thematically phased me. All, I've I, really enjoyed it. When I think about it, like Resi is obviously quite straightforward if you're following in the story, but I think thematically sure. Alan Wake is quite quite hard to kind of get into. Um, so that might hurt it, maybe. Yeah. Because um, I know the, the remaster, they, they literally came out and said the remaster of the first game did not do what they wanted it to do. Um, so I hope that that doesn't repeat itself here. Hmm. But yeah, it, it's I do tricky. think like even with... the naming is going to work against it, right? Like you have a number in there, yeah, that suddenly hurts. It's not things. even Alan Wake too, really. Like it's Saga Anderson, but you can't call it yeah. that because that's like you know doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but I, I think obviously talking about Max Payne, um, they also offered an update on that. And I feel like that brand is maybe, I don't know, actually, maybe that's because I'm old, but I feel like that brand is a bit stronger, maybe. Although, did you play Max Payne, Ewan? No, I've got no connection to Max Payne whatsoever. Yeah, okay. So that's like my litmus test for like Zoomers. It's like, uh-huh. I just ask him <laughs> see what he thinks. And I go from there. They'll just chuck him in Fortnite and it'll be fine. Then we'll, everyone will know who he is. Um <laughs> but um, I, I like the idea that they're kind of putting Max Payne 1 and 2 together into this remake because um, that story-wise that makes a lot of sense. Um, but they basically yeah. said that that's in the production readiness phase and that um, I guess that's going to be their next game, basically. Um, I'd be interested to see like what creative control Rockstar... Because that's being funded by Rockstar. Yes. They're, they're they own Max it. Payne, right? Yeah. Um. I think they. I think their like agreement was that Rockstar funds it, and then after they make their money back, then Remedy gets the rest of the money, or something like that. Um, so I'm interested to see if they like how they tie that into like I guess like the tone of Max Payne three, or like if they really kind of exert a lot of creative control over that, or if they let Remedy do their thing. Would there have to be an agreement that says that like Remedy would make the next Max Payne, or could Rockstar just go and get whoever they wanted? to do it you would think there would have to be something in place right well, that's kind of what happened with max Payne 3 like rockstar kind of just made made it without yeah there yeah. was like all kind of there was like all kind of like fuck arounds with um like publishers and selling the yeah. rights and stuff they basically i feel like, it, I feel of, like it's a oh sorry I, I i'm surprised they're working together again because i feel yeah, like i was gonna that, say the that, same thing yeah like there were there were that whole situation wasn't really good for remedy i don't think like they kind of just took that away from them and then gave it to one of their own teams um and that's why Max Payne 1 and 2 together makes so much sense. Max Payne 3, not so much. Like, that's definitely its own thing. Um, yeah. But to mm. add to your question, Shannon, like, I think Rockstar will just do whatever they want. Um, and I think their team, and they can do whatever they want because they're so big. Um, I mean, Max Payne mm. 3 was good too, but it was a very different game to Max Payne 1 and 2. So it's interesting to see how those games will work, though, today, you know, because it is just a like a just an action game like you just shoot shit they'll have good appeal i think yeah i think i think so too hmm (laughs) you still (laughs) hosting james (laughs) yep (laughs) yeah no i'm just in i'm i'm actually in max Payne right now um um, the note also mentioned uh the mention of a cooperative multiplayer game that's 
at a production readiness stage. You don't have to highlight the paragraphs here, and I can see it. Oh, sorry. No, I was just clicking. I thought he was trying to like tell me what to read. I'm like, I know how to read. Thanks. I was just fidgeting. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. All oh, right. Okay. So Remedy is also working on a co-op multiplayer game um, and another game called Vanguard. Um, are you guys keen for anything Remedy does? I guess. I, I mean, I am. Like, I am. But like, yeah. Like, is this a project like that they're leading and care about, or is it another that game that Crossfire? My, yeah, is it another <laughs> <Yeah>. Crossfire? Um, <laughs> Because, yeah, like the quality mm. between that and everything else they've done is just, I don't even understand how that happened still. I yeah. think I understand how that happened. I think it was a <laughs> publisher issue personally, but, um, you know. Okay. But, yeah, Remedy couldn't even save that. So I, um, I think at this point, Remedy yeah. have earned the reputation for me to, like, no matter what they put out, what, what, whatever they play, like, I'm willing to give a go, even if that is something that's radically different that like as a cooperative multiplayer game might be um mm-hmm. but yeah i'll have to see we will have to see i think i just um, heard space noises shannon like going to hyperdrive or something what's like a bus drove past my house i don't know if that oh. was... <laughs> but there's nothing spacey about that yeah it yeah. just go inside and with like light shining on shannon's face too so this next part is written as if I'm asking myself. So yeah, I, really like I was waiting like, for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think you, you were this when he was hosting. <laughs> um, well, okay. So before we what go, maybe you should. I, I was it. I was going to jump in and quiz you. Do you want me to do that, oh, okay. or do you want to spin it? Absolutely. This is really well okay. planned. Well, <laughs> peek behind the curtain. So I I have a rapid fire question specifically for you, James. <laughs> Because I oh, know really? we don't want to labor yeah. on the point too much. So I thought a rapid fire question no, would be a fun way to approach it. Um, you will be able to talk about Super Mario RPG more soon, but you did put out a preview on the website this kind of past week. I was, I was curious, like in the style of rapid fire question, is this a game that Mario fans should be excited for? Uh, yes. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. It's early days um, in the world of preview land, um, but uh, yeah, so far it is enjoyable. It's faster than I thought it would be, um, obviously, but then I like turn-based, and I feel like even if you don't like turn-based, it moves fast enough that it doesn't feel like, you know, I, I don't know. Do you do you guys all like turn-based games? Like, I, no. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. That doesn't, see, that doesn't surprise me. Those, yeah. <laughs> um, but... but like, I don't know. I, I hate that people don't like turn-based because I feel like a lot of people, when they think about it, they think of like Pokemon, which is like quite slow, um, but this flows yeah. quite fast. So there's one thing I can say in these early days. It's that it's not it's not a slow turn-based game. It feels quite fast. Um, it's very simple, like a very good first RPG for like kids or families or even just somebody who doesn't want to play a game for 30-something hours. Yeah. Um, for me, there needs yeah. to be more to it than just like click yeah menus. Like there needs to be an element of like timing or like something. Like what that, about that if, makes it... if you can like tap a button to jump on a shell, and if you do that, you do more damage. Well, how does that? Yeah, sound? well, that's what. I, yeah, I like like Paper Mario and the Mario and Luigi games because there's like something yeah. to like pique your interest. You're not just well, smashing is, a button. This is the game for you, then, Shannon. Okay, well, well, I got news for you. Load me up. <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> RP and G all at once. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm yeah, obviously, um, this, aren't I? The, re- the review will go up at some point in the future. Um, nice. And we'll have our full thoughts, feelings, and penetrating insights then. Okay. All right. Cool. But on to the real rapid fire question, which I've just read for the first time. <laughs> um, <laughs> is the addition of Lightning McQueen enough to entice you back to Rocket League? I'm just going to jump in and say, like, I was never there, so I'm not going back, <laughs> and I will be continuing to stay away. But it's and a cool I'm the collab. complete opposite. I was always there, baby. I, and Lightning McQueen coming to it just got me more excited. I'm it's all in. Impulsive, <laughs> but I'm glad you're happy. Shannon, Cars is like the one Disney Pixar property. I don't think I've seen Cars, and I just have no interest. But like, just I would just come back to Rocket League just if you invited me, Ewan, to play with the real friends. 
uh, you're always They'll you're prob- always probably more likely if than an can... invitation from them. Than <laughs> we will definitely be in ca- playing casual matches with you, but uh, <laughs> got back to Diamond last night. Oh, it's such a slog. I'm clearly not the best Rocket League player in the world, but it's fun. I can't believe you've never seen Cars. I'm still getting over that. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, mm. I the think first well, I one's think worth it. Like oil and gas and just like, you know, like I just want, it's just not good. Yeah. Like, like monsters. Not... Give me yeah. weird. Yeah. I've like literally eat you, see you eating like a whole microwaved burger, like bun and all. And you're like complaining yeah. about wow. oil and Really exhaust. making this personal. Yeah. You're just attacking me now. Like I did that. I did that for the show. Like the, I, what have you done for the show? Nah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Nah, it's, I don't know what it is. Like radiators and like engines and shit. Like, nah, I'm not interested. Do you know what I mean? Like, give me a, mm. a, a lost fish or a hairy monster any day. A rat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a cooking rat. Um, but Kieran, are you playing Rocket League again because of Lightning McQueen? I d- ag- again, I don't know. Another eighty-seven um, platinum to earn. Uh, Light- <laughs> Lightning McQueen could entice me to do anything. So wow, that's sure. interesting. Cool. Have you Watch got the out. platinum in Rocket League? It's very easy. Is there I've a platinum? Never played Rocket League. Ah, wow, that's in- even. But I've I will now it. that you said that. That it has a platinum. It, is, it takes it's a bit a of time, but it's very achievable. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> If it takes time, he's not interested. No. <laughs> Easy only. Um, cool. Well, that was great. Very successful. Thanks, Ewan. It was actually rapid. That's how good it was. Um, so let's move on to what the wiki. Uh, Press Start Podcast Game Show, where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and the contestants must guess the game. A point is awarded mm. for each correct guess, and the round ends after one person scores two points. Um, I'm obviously winning, so I'm on 30 points. Uh, <laughs> Brody's on 29. Shannon and Kieran are together on 27. Uh, Ewan's on 23. And Harry and James Woods is on one. So, Kieran, as last week's winner, you're in the hosting chair. Um, what Why is do that? you need that? We've got, we've got a yeah. ring copy. I, I forgot that I drew it in the week and I was like, Kieran. it's a prop for the video version. It's the scoreboard on a whiteboard. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So if anyone yeah, is not watching the video, well, Ewan just held up a physical scoreboard. So <laughs> very, very good. That's an, I mean, if you didn't want to watch the video version, now you've got a reason to. I don't know what else <laughs> yeah, would make you. I bet there's people out there that have always that gone, is... I wonder what Ewan's handwriting looks like. <laughs> now you can find out. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Show me again. <laughs> no, no, no. Mm. But anyway, Kieran, let's go. Yes. Take us away. Host us with the most us. Sure. Let's get Thanks. into it. Uh, although the atmosphere of this game was heavily influenced by Japanese horror, the developer's primary goal was to make the player feel like the hero of an action film. To this end, they combined a slow motion technique called reflex time a semi-destructible environment, and a highly detailed particle system in an attempt to create as immersive an environment as possible. Another oh, violent, James. vital... James? Is it fear? Oh, God. How... Yes, it's fear. How did Damn, you get that from good. that? I don't know. I was like, they'll get it in the next bit, but like... I was going right. to say like The Sims 3, just to see what happens. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. I okay, can't... well done. Yeah. Uh... This next game is a racing video game with arcade-style gameplay that emphasizes dangerous and fast-paced driving. The game features standard circuit races, which take place on carriageways and city streets, uh, populated with traffic. The single race mode puts the player against five AI opponents in single or multiple lap races. During a race, boost is earned by acts of reckless driving, such as drifting around corners, near misses with traffic, and driving in oncoming lanes. Shannon, uh, Shannon, burnout two. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. It's not burnout two. Ewan, Ewan. is it burnout it's... paradise? It's not burnout paradise. Ewan, yeah, that was. 
Uh, boost earned can be used immediately, and unlike previous games in the series, which required the boost meter to be full, the quickest method for earning boost is a takedown. A central mechanic I think that was Shannon, and yeah, you you both. But I don't know. Again. Burnout, takedown. You and don't pay it's that. Burnout. Don't pay that. It's burnout. We've paid. We've paid mine for less. No, 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 no. You can't pay that. Putting my foot down. What James? number is it, Shannon? What do you want me to do? Three. I think it's three. three. It is three. <laughs> Burnout three takedown, isn't it? Oh, well, we, I've gifted it to you now, really. I've got heaps more. We can just skip it. I feel like it's I'm always rather than Shannon, isn't rather it? Than give just, Shannon a point, rules. we'll just skip the round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm... It's it's up to you guys. I'm going to keep going, or I reckon I just, uh, we need to really set like the some... point. I was the first to say burnout. I mean, no Karen, do you feel any different? Like you, you both are on 27 points at the moment. You sure you want to get that point to Shannon? Fine, prop, Shannon can take prop. it. Shannon, you can have it. Thanks. <laughs> God damn it! The first gift I've had on this game show. Oh here. wow! <laughs> oh oh my god! Okay, and James Fear. Like moving on. <laughs> the game's development lasted over eight years, beginning soon after the original's release, and it became one of the most expensive video games ever made. The developer co-opted all of its studios into one large team to facilitate development. They drew inf- influence from real locations as opposed to film or art, focusing on creating an accurate reflection of the time with the game's characters and world. The game was this developer's first built specifically for 8th generation consoles, having tested their technical capabilities while porting another game. The game's soundtrack features an original score composed by Woody Jackson and several vocal tracks produced by Daniel Lenoir. Development included a crunch schedule of 100-hour weeks, leading to reports of mandatory and unpaid overtime. The game's online multiplayer mode lets up to 32 players engage in a variety of cooperative and competitive game modes. Really? Oh, you are not it. Oh, you are no. three. <laughs> I, I feel like this is either the correct answer or it's totally the wrong answer. It is very embarrassing. Is it GTA Five? It's not GTA Five. Oh shit! <sighs> it Shannon. was released for Shannon. Grand Theft Auto Four. It's not Grand Theft Auto Four. <laughs> This game was released for the PS4 and Xbox One in October 2018 and for Windows again. in November 2019. Say Shannon again. Say Shannon again. The next sentence is, is the next paragraph. If No. Oh, so you and suck back either. So I think, I think, I think <laughs> whoever says it first. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Thank you. Feels, something we keep feels like I, this, this round's going for fair. years. <sighs> okay. Mm. Paper skate. The game is a first-person shooter with role-playing and stealth elements set in an open-world environment. The player takes the role of a character, a human aboard a space station with numerous species of hostile aliens. The you player are. is able to... Oh, wait, shit. Uh, no, I've got the. It's not prey. Oh, I just had it. Is that your guess? Prey is my guess. Yeah, it's prey. Oh, is it, man? (laughs) That's That's so annoying. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you said like third person and then you said multiple aliens, and I was like, I don't think that is prey, but uh, (laughs) it all it does say numerous species, which I don't know how accurate that is, but yeah, yeah, amazing. There you go. Come from behind, win. You'll love to see it. Well, your holes um, are plugged, so coming from behind <laughs> doesn't do anything. Um, okay, so with that, uh, yep, update the scoreboard. There you go. Thank you. He's like a one of those people who it's can't tight speak. at the top, so isn't it? Writing. Yeah, it is. It's it's getting hot, getting hot and heavy. Um, so with that, let us bring an end to this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at PressStartAU and visit the site at PressStart.com.au. We've been joined today by Shannon. Yes, you can follow me at Shannon Grixty. What is you in scribbling? 
I'm just He's keeping the scoreboard, scoreboard updated. Yeah. Uh, we've also been joined by Kieran. Uh, yeah. Uh, H-A-S-H underscore B-R-A-U-N on some things. Uh, you win. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, James. You can follow me on socials at UN underscore Oxborough. Um, seeing as we queried it earlier in the show, I did do some fact checking for you. And JJ Abrams is involved with Silent Hill Ascension. He is the founder and CEO of Bad Robot Games, which co-developed Silent Hill's Ascension and created the art direction, sound design, and monster designs for the project. That's according to Silent Hill fandom.com what's all the worst Did a terrible stuff, job. so that's a shame yeah <laughs> um and then obviously i've been your host james and you can follow me on twitter at at james atjmz thanks again for tuning in and until next time happy gaming bye, bye. bye.